Hello and welcome to our Christmas edition of Capital Markets View. Hey Taryn, how are you? I'm good. Uh, happy holidays, Chris. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, uh, and if everybody waits to the end of this, they will get their usual Christmas treat from us, which is a view of our Christmas trees. <laughs> so, and the stories behind them. Yes, exactly. <laughs> right. So let's go into the first slide with data on, which is okay, European... Chris. I need to say I need to say something. Oh, sorry. Yes, I forgot. Go yes. Right. Um, we just need to note that the activities of LCD are independent and separate from S&P Global Ratings. S&P Global Ratings um, maintains a separation of analytical and commercial activities. And as was recently announced, LCD will soon be divested from S&P Global. Thank you very much. Right, let's go into that first slide of data, which is European new issue leverage loan volume. Um, I, I think I've lost count of the number of times this year I've gone wow every time <laughs> we look at this slide. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah, it looks like we're going to have a post-crisis uh, record year of loan volume issuance. Um, so it, at the moment, it's 129 billion euros year to date. And that was versus 121 in all of 2017. So we've already gone ahead of 2017. Um, if you remember, that was the most recent uh, big issuance year. And we're still behind 2007 and even in 2006 as well. So 2007, it was 163 billion and 2006, it was 132, 132. So we're, we're getting close to 2006. And I, I also just wanted to point out that it's a far higher total M&A as well than 2017. That's crucial. Yeah. So it's it's almost 78 billion euros of M&A, total M&A. So that's buyouts, you know, add-on acquisitions. Um, then in 2017, it was 49 billion. So, you know, it's not it's not double, but it's it's close to that. Which is really, I mean, and that's really, really, really good for our market. That shows, you know, good, fresh deals. PE being super active despite being in the middle of a pandemic. That's good news for the market. Yeah. And percentage wise, we're actually getting very close to 2006, 2007. So it's 62% of issuance compared to 2006 was 78% and 2007 was 68%. Okay, cool. Let's flip on to the next slide, which is European institutional add-on loan volumes, because there's a story here. Yeah, so David actually wrote a topical on this last week. So if any of our viewers want to get a bit more detail on it, you can you can take a look at that. But it, uh, CLO Liquidity, which we'll talk about uh, towards the end of end of our chat, that's really resulted in this surge in add-on issuance. Uh, we had you know buyouts kind of slowed down, and so there was this opportunity for issuers to to do add-ons to support some additional M&A, to fund dividends, to clean up RCFs in terms of refinancing. Um, so we're actually getting close to surpassing the 2007 annual record of $13.9 And we actually already have more add-on um, deals by count. Yeah. And you know what? I've I, So I have a regular meeting with my team where we go through what we call the loan work in progress and we look at what's coming up in the market. And we've noticed a real uptick in add-ons. Um, so this chimes with you know what we're seeing on the ground as we're doing things. 
Um, cool. Um, right. So let's pop on to the next slide, which is average yield to maturity. Now, um, pricing, according to this graph on the face of it, still going up. So still this bizarre loads of CLOs out there, but pricing still going up. But I think there's a different underlying story, perhaps. Yeah. So this is a little bit misleading because it it's showing, uh, the third quarter and then three months November. Um, so it looks like it's going up. And that is true when you're looking at quarter over quarter. But actually, we did see the, the trend change in November. So um, compared to October on a three month rolling basis. So uh, spreads have come in uh, averaging 410 basis points from 415. And yield to maturity is 4.3% uh, 4, 4 as opposed to 4.38% at the end of October. So we will see what happens at the end of December. Potentially, this trend could change when we look at the same graph uh, in January. Yeah, so, so, so fundamentally, we finally have demand overwhelming supply and pricing heading in the right direction. And, and I probably should have said this earlier, but, you know, looking forward to 2022, I, I have a feeling in my bones things are going to be good next year, too. I mean, record year this year. Don't know if we'll be record again next year, but I think next year is going to be good. So that should mean pricing down a bit more, perhaps, and, and great volumes. Yeah, and I've been collecting um, collecting survey responses for the fourth quarter, and uh, that that piece will be coming out right at the beginning of January. And you, I, I think a lot of people in the market are expecting that government support will you know continue to keep defaults lower. There may be a slight uptick in defaults, but um, I think yeah, I think there is an expectation that next year is is going to be good from that perspective as well in terms of in terms of uh, interest rates remaining low and uh, government support in terms of quantitative easing. Okay. Programs well, still in place. Yeah, yeah. I think interest rates might go up a little bit, but not dramatically. Um, okay, and so let's go on to the S&P LE, which is our next slide. Yes. So we're just looking at the full year returns and uh, you know, we've seen in terms of overall returns, excluding currency, it's been positive for the past 20 months, um, which is really good news for loan investors. Year to date, 4.4% um, to the end of November, up from 4.15% 4, 4 in October. Uh, most of this is actually carry. Um, the year to date interest return stands at 3.46%, and the market value return, which measures the change in secondary prices, that's 0.94%. So um, a small, you know, a smaller proportion of the of the total return. And just to point out as well that returns have outpaced high, the high yield bond market on a year to date basis, that return is coming in at 2.44%. Speaking as a loan person, of course. <laughs> Um, right. So uh, let's pop into CLO world. So our next slide is European CLO new issuance volume. Um, I think when we were talking about these slides before we came on air, I mean, it, another record. Um, uh, it, it's going to be a, an amazing year, even compared with the before times. Um, uh, and also, I mean, you know, if you look at here, the refi and the reset portions of these graphs, 
getting smaller and new issuance getting bigger. So we're kind of working our way through that reset and refi. We're beginning to see some people come to us for just a pricing change occasionally um, rather than resetting and refiing. But I mean, an amazing year this year. Um, you know, I guess in tandem with loans, the kind of thing, two things go together. One thing luckily feeds nicely onto the other. Um, and then, sorry, Taryn. Oh, no, I was just going to say, yeah, I mean, it, it, as you said, it's going to be a pre and post crisis high uh, record year in terms of in terms of new issuance. Uh, but it's been a bit subdued the first week in December, though. Um, we only had one reset pricing. Um but yeah, I and I think and I'm sure you've been talking to Nina about this, but also, you know, we're seeing that the evolution of the ESG sort of within yes. CLOs will be will definitely be a key trend next year. And you know what? We're talking to the CLO community about um, how we can help them with aligning to UN Sustainable Development Goals Um uh, getting their underlying portfolios measured for carbon dioxide, waste, water, all that kind of quite detailed looking down into their portfolio, which we can help them with, um, is, is something that we're beginning to see a lot more uh, discussions that we're having, certainly. Um, and uh, in terms of data, our last data slide, which is European New Issuance CLO AAA coupons, um, where pricing is kind of settling just, you know, just below 1%, which is quite nice. Um, I think people are quite happy with that. And of course, the arbitrage is quite nice between the loans and the AAA pricing. Um, so that all works quite nicely. Um, and, and also what you just said about not so much volume at this particular moment in time. Yeah, we're, we're getting people who are signing mandates with us um, for CLOs they know are going to launch in the first quarter of next year. Not not right now. And, you know, it's I mean, let's be brutally honest. This is the last full week of actual you know, pre-Christmas market and, and next week will be really quiet, I suspect. Um, and last but by no means least, it's the Christmas tree slide. Um, now, all I have to say about my tree, which is on the left, is yes, on the 25th of December, when I light the real candles, I will be extra careful that my by then incredibly dry tree doesn't go up in flames. But can you explain to us why you have no decorations on your tree at the moment? Just lovely lights. Speaking of incredibly dry trees, um, I ordered our tree from the usual company that delivers it to us every year who I've always loved their trees. We, we only first got a car this year, so we always had to get it delivered. Um, and they delivered it on the 3rd of December or something, 2nd maybe. Um, and by this past weekend, we had a carpet of pine needles on the floor. Yeah. And you would touch the tree and it just, I mean, it was so dead and I didn't want to complain, but my husband made me because he said there will be nothing left of this tree by Christmas day. Um, so I got in touch with them and said, this is, and also it was supposed to be a seven foot tree and it was, it just had a big stalk at the top that was oh. the seven foot. So anyway, I did tell them and they actually sent us a new tree um, which was lovely. Um, it was, I mean, it was really out of control when we pulled it out. There were so, I have never seen so many pine needles. I should have put a picture on this as well to prove how bad it was, but we haven't finished decorating it because it just arrived. So it's just the, uh, okay. that, you know what, bizarrely, we had exactly the same story. Um, our tree arrived in the last week of November, um, so we put it in the garden, brought it in in the first week in December, opened it and hated it. I pulled a bird's nest out of it. I mean, ooh, 
Um, and actually, we we just went ahead and bought another tree, um, which is way better than the first one um, that we had. Uh, first world problems, I know, um, yeah. but um, I ha- your lights are lovely. I'm I'm I have I have fairy light envy. It's pretty good. I think those are L- LCD lights. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's environmentally friendly. We just talked about ESG. That's cool. Um, Right. Well, in that case, it just remains for me to say, if any of our viewers would like to ask any questions, please feel free to contact me or Taryn. Uh, Taryn, thank you very much for everything this year. Happy Christmas. Happy New Year. Um, uh, And equally from me and Taryn, happy Christmas and happy New Year and happy holidays to everybody that views us. Thank you very much. See you next year.